Welcome to Commune, a global wellness community and online course platform featuring some of the world's greatest teachers. We are on a mission to inspire, heal, pass down wisdom, and bring the world closer together. This is the Commune Podcast, where each week we explore the ideas and practices that help us live this healthy, connected, and purpose-filled life. You can learn more about our courses, our community, and our all-access membership at onecommune.com. For those of you who are not familiar, Commune's monthly membership includes more than 80 courses covering a wide spectrum of topics related to personal and societal well-being, from personal development, meditation, and spirituality, to functional medicine, permaculture, and social impact. Members can watch full courses on our website and in the Commune app, but we also like to share featured lessons here on the podcast. So today's episode is an excerpt from Justin Michael Williams' Commune course, Healing Conversations, which teaches you how to do the inner work so your work in the world helps heal rather than divide. If you are looking to improve the quality of your conversations, particularly thorny ones, I highly recommend trying this Commune course for free for five days at onecommune.com slash healing. That's onecommune.com slash healing. Now, this particular lesson gets to the heart of the program. Calling people out doesn't work. Irrespective of the situation, shaming or blaming someone else shuts down the centers of their brain that activate learning and growth. So, of course, in response, they get defensive. It's built into human biology. That's why it's critical to learn how to call people forward. Calling forward is an invitation. We are calling them toward something new. And in the process, we must also be willing to be called forward ourselves. I hope you enjoyed this lesson from Justin Michael Williams. I'm Jeff Krasno, and welcome to Commune. Welcome to our session on voice, all about calling out in and forward. Given the state of the world that we're in today, I think most of us know what calling out is, right? Like calling people out for the wrongs or the harms that they're doing. But what I want to tell you is that there's a very different way that we have to look at this if we want any of the calling that we're doing to work. The first thing that I want to share with you here is that I think what holds so many of us back from speaking our truth and standing up for what we believe in, whether it's about social justice and equality or gender rights or any kind of rights in the more socio-political world, or if it's just for standing up for what we believe in and deserve in a relationship with our friends or our family, we oftentimes are in this position where we feel a desire to call somebody out. And what happens in these moments is we usually stop ourselves because of perfectionism. We're afraid we're going to say something wrong. We're afraid we're going to get it wrong. We're afraid if we use our voices, it might get turned back and used against us. And in this session, I want to tell you a way how to move beyond perfectionism so that you can use your authentic voice and stand up for what you deserve and the truth of who you are. All right, so let's begin. So there are two terms that I want you to know, calling out and calling in. 
And calling out is when you're naming it publicly, a wrong that somebody's done, and you're naming it in a public fashion. And calling in is when you're naming it privately. But guess what? None of those things work if you're not calling people forward. Calling people forward is a conversation that we can have that removes the shame and the blame and calls people and invites them into something greater. And so we really have to think about this here and be honest with ourselves. When we want to have these conversations, what is our goal? What's the real goal that we have for the situation? Is the goal just to be heard? Is the goal just to use your voice? Is the goal just to get back at somebody? Is the goal just to make sure you're right? Or is the goal to actually help somebody to do better? To help somebody to show up differently? To help somebody to change? Because if that's the goal, what all the science has proven, and this is not woo-woo at all, this is scientifically backed, is that when someone is shamed or blamed, it shuts down the centers of the brain that promote learning and growth. Shuts it completely down, meaning the person literally cannot grow. They cannot change, they cannot learn. But the centers of the brain that turn on are the centers of the brain that cause us to be defensive, that cause us to shut down and close off. So this is biological. This is what's happening inside of us. And so if you want to get someone to change, if that's really your goal, then we have to approach this conversation differently. And that's why I've created this term called calling forward. Here's the difference between calling in, calling out, and calling forward. First of all, we've heard this word so often right now called naming right? Like, I just want to name what I'm seeing. I just want to name what I feel. And I think this is like us in our infancy of learning about calling people out in the last decade or something. We're learning how to do this. But the graduation from naming is inviting. Inviting someone into something greater. You naming what you feel could be helpful to you. It might feel good to you to get that out, and you may need to name what you feel. But the next step is what do we do next? And here's why. You will hear me often use this word liberation. Liberation literally meaning both becoming free and setting free. And the truth is all of us are bound to one another, meaning you're not free until I'm free, and they're not free until you're free, and you're not free until they're free. We're bound to each other. We're interacting with each other constantly. And whether this is about someone in your family who's causing harm or somebody in the political sphere and everything in between, if we don't invite each other to come closer, to find that intimacy, to step into a space of something greater that's better not just for people like us, but that's better for all of us, then we're all going to continue to just butt heads. But our community, this community that is here for healing and health and growth and possibility and positivity, this community, the wellness and spiritual community, we are the best ones to hold these kind of healing conversations because we've done the work to hold the conversation within ourselves. And so I'm asking you to show up and be honest with yourself, what's 
the goal. And if the goal is to invite people to change so that we can step into the world and the life that we know we want to live, then I want you to start calling people forward instead. Let me tell you how. So calling forward, inviting them into an inquiry of themselves and inviting people into an inquiry of something greater and ultimately opening the space for conversation. And this doesn't mean that we don't enlighten people of their wrongs, but the focus is on calling them toward something new. This is how we're evolving in our naming. In our naming, we're oftentimes, again, just going with this theme of what we're fighting against, of what's wrong. Instead of just focusing on what we're fighting against, I'm inviting us to think about what we're moving toward. What are we moving toward together? And that's what calling people forward is all about. And this is the difference between conflict and connection. Conflict and connection. The connection space has to do with this. Speaking to that place inside of someone that knows that something's greater, not attaching to the outcome, and holding wide open space for the mystery and the connection that could happen. So now let me teach you how to have these conversations of calling people forward. And these are some golden rules that I want you to follow. Number one, this is a quote from Lisa Nichols that I love so much. And it's particularly powerful when we're talking about conversations about social justice, but can apply everywhere. Is that the common enemy is injustice, not one another. The common enemy is injustice, not one another. And you could replace that word injustice with so many things. And what happens is what we end up doing is we're so busy pointing right and left and right and left and right and left that we forget to point our fingers in the directions of the real problem, which oftentimes isn't with one another, but it's with the infinity and the whole system that has brought us to this place. And in that way, we can look at how we've all been impacted by all of this and how we all have opportunities to grow. And we can speak to that place within each of us that wants something greater. The next golden rule is to remember your goal. Remember the goal. And this way, you can give yourself permission to invite the person into a space of something greater. The next point is to remember that it will likely be unfinished. This is an important piece. So often, we go into these conversations with the end in mind, knowing exactly how we want it to come out, and then we feel disappointed because the person hasn't changed dramatically right in our eyes. But think about any time you've been called forward. You've been surprised that something that you were doing was causing harm and you didn't even realize it. It takes a little bit of time to process this. It takes conversation. It takes research. It takes embodying the lessons to create real change. So know that right away in a calling forward conversation, it will likely be unfinished when you're done with it and to be comfortable with that. The next golden rule is to remember that you have permission to feel your discomfort and to do it anyways. Conversations calling people forward, they're 99.9% .9 of the time, even for me, still incredibly uncomfortable. You bump up against so much fear, but we want to build that tolerance 
for that kind of discomfort because this is the healthy discomfort that builds our capacity and our resilience to stand for what we believe in. Our next golden rule is to ask questions rather than provide solutions. This is huge. The thing that holds so many of us back from calling people forward is we feel like we don't know enough, right? We don't know what to say. We're not experts yet. We're still learning. We don't know how to say it. This is where the perfectionism comes in. But instead of you going feeling like you have to teach someone something, ask questions instead. One of the things that you can say, for example, is, huh, you know, I've really been thinking about this topic, how we can make the environment better, how it is that the world is in the state that it's in, how we can create a more just and equitable world, how I could stand for my boundaries, how I can have a healthier relationship with something. What do you think? What do you think? And now we open to conversation instead of lecturing or teaching. And this is a part of calling people forward. And yes, you can share and say what you've learned, but it comes from a much different place when you're framing it in the context of a conversation. And then finally, remember, you may not get the answer you're looking for, and that's okay. You may not get the answer you're looking for, the person may not hear you. They may not agree with you. But if you're able to show up with the full wide open heart of who you are and all that you've learned and all the ways that you've grown, then what you've done is you've just inserted a little spark into their mind. You've inserted something. And if, if you got them in a state where there was no shame and there was no blame, trust me, they've heard you. They've heard you. Doesn't mean they change right away. It doesn't mean everything happens as you expect it. But this is the part where we stay open to the mystery and leave a little bit of space for the grace. You know, I love this quote from Dan Siegel. And he says, when we're having conversations about calling people forward and we're looking at somebody who we think isn't doing something properly, this is what Dan says. He says, instead of making those people evil, what we need to do is look at that person as a human being who just hasn't reached the next stage of waking up. This is huge because we've all been affected by the systems that we're in. We've all been affected by our trauma. We've all been affected by our pasts, by our shadows, by our parents, by our parents' parents and parents' parents and everything all the way back and even the shadow of the collective, of the governments, of the societies that we each live in. And this is where the infinity things come from. And you can remember that saying, there before the grace of God go I. Because all of us have been in moments where we've done something that hasn't been in the highest state of our evolution. We can look back at moments of our lives and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Why did I do that? I can't believe I was like that before. And the only way that we've changed is because someone somewhere along the line has called us forward. And now it's our job to do the same. In our listening practice, I'm gonna help you dive into understanding how to take your first steps on having a conversation to call somebody forward. You have the power to do this, you have the resilience, and you're ready. So let's get started. I am enough. I am golden, baby. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. 
That was an excerpt from Justin Michael Williams' commune course, Healing Conversations. Go to onecommune.com healing to watch this course for free for five days. I'm your host, Jeff Krasno. Thanks for listening to the Commune Podcast.